Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. This 25th of May, 2023, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today. To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. It's about the purpose of God in my life, in everybody else's life, is in us, through us. You know what, little me, I can go out and do big things for God. And that, that keeps me going, to know that every day I can wake up and God's gonna use little me in a big way. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today's the end of my second week teaching on how you can find, follow, and fulfill God's will for your life. And I tell you, I've already covered some powerful, powerful things. But I've got some great things to share with you. So I've got a lot of material on this. I've got a book entitled How to Find, Follow, and Fulfill God's Will. Actually, three different teachings combined into one book. And I promise you, this is a deal changer for you. You were created by God for a purpose. And it's not going to come to pass just automatically. Or by fate, you have to have it revealed to you. And then you have to pursue it. And you have to overcome a bunch of obstacles that Satan puts in your life. It's not going to happen accidentally. If you don't pursue God's perfect will for your life, you won't get it. And this will really help you to do that. So I've been talking about how you not only need to find God's will for your life, but then you need to let God lead you in how to fulfill it. Because it's not normal for us to submit to God. The scripture says that God's thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. They're higher than ours. As far as the sky, the heavens are above the earth. We can't lean unto our own understanding. We've got to learn how to follow God. And I've been using Moses as an example. In Acts chapter 7, I believe it's verse 25. It says that Moses, when he killed this Egyptian, supposed his brethren would have understood how that he was going to be grant them deliverance through his hands, but they understood not. So Moses knew God's will for his life. But he was confused about how it was going to happen. He assumed God was going to use the position he was 
obo kutukirizamu kwa galoko era musa nalooza ntikatonda agenda kozesa echifoche nga muzukuru wa farao okubanga achitukiriza atukirizo kwa galoko because it was totally supernatural how he got there chali na chawa katonda okubanti yali atuseneyo ya mulubiri je yali ali he was supposed to be killed musono yali badatibwa by Pharaoh and instead he lived and was raised in Pharaoh's house Nemu chifocho kutiwa ate yekanga asigadeonga mulamu takumye kwe chochoka akulide mulubiri urafarao yenyinyine aliyagalo kumuta became learned in all of the ways nasomesi wa magezi gonna of the Egyptians mighty in words and indeed he agaba misiri yali msajja wa amanyi mu bigambo ne mubikolwa he was a powerful general yali general yo wa amanyi it just made sense to think that God was going to use all of these natural things. Kakati, chali chitegeleke kamundo uza yomu ntu yina ina tikatonda agenda kuzi so ebibi ntu musabi ya ina mbusoboziwe ukubanga atukirizo kwa gala. But that wasn't God's plan. Na yati isi ya liyentekika ya katonda. So you've not only got to know God's will, you've got to know God's plan for bringing that will to pass. Kakati techimalabu mazi, gokuzulo kwa gala kwa katonda. Wabulu ineno kuzula engeri katonda jagalo kutukirizamu kwa galoku. And it's usually going to be different than the way you think it's going to happen. Erebisirebisinga kugenda kuba kwa ukana nyo kungeri joba dolozamu. I guarantee you the way that God has used me and has brought me to where I am. Kukakasa engeri emu katonda jakwesezo kuchusobula mubwange. Nokundeta wano mchifuwe ntu sekati. I mean, I believe I'm in the center of God's will, but it didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen. Nzikiriza dalanze ngo muntu ntibyenkola binyinyinyi katonda byangambo kukola ne ste byatukirira nganze bwe ndalimbya gala bitukirire. You just can nearly count on it that God is going to lead you in some ways. Kakati nawo subulo ku goberebe byembadde nkugamba nawe no manyanti nawe wechi tukatonda agenda kukozesa. Like for instance, go back to the very beginning and when I, I won't go through the whole story. Neka nkuzeyo kemabega elije natandikira dela sigenda kunyumiza binawe nabyaliwo. Neka nkuzeyo kokatini. But God just spoke to me and I made a decision to give my materials away. Katonda yoyigira nange nenkolo okusalawo munda yange ntingenda kugaba ebintu byange byinna kubweleri. And we have now given away hundreds of millions of books, CDs, DVDs free of charge. Era wenjogerera kati ngabye obukadde nobukadde bwazi CD zi DVD obutabo amasomo ganga genja ulo I have a few things like my living commentary and some of the really expensive things Neni nawo ke bintu ebimu byesitatira nnyo kugaba kubwerere olokubanti bya bei if I was to just say you know it's free and we had 10,000 orders kati ekintu ngache tuita living commentary ndisinga mala nembi gababo gabibwe ntyo oja kwesanga nti of something that's worth $200 it would be such a financial cash flow problem kubanga bosanga nti ekintu echa dollar bibiri singa mala nenchi gabo obugabi kubwerere wentyo kibachitegeza bijja kunyigiriza ebyenfuna ya fe ngo obweleza that i just hadn't got the faith i guess for that wenjogerera kati sinaba kufuna kukiriza kutandika gaba bintu bibiri mu sentezo na ye mu masa ukisalabika kijja kubera but we have given away hundreds of millions of books CDs nechengeza ko tegeza chechino nti ngabye obukadde nobukadde bwoyo bitabo DVD CD ngabye binji nyo and when the lord first spoke that to me nekatonda bwe yasokira dalo kuogera nange kunsonga yo kugaba bintu ebyo that didn't make sense chalite chikola makuru ya d that's not the way i would have done it nzengo omuntu echo siche nalimpulira munda yango kola i didn't know anybody Nze- Nzengo omuntu nalisi uliranga yo muntu yenna zero zilch nada i found out since then sina muntu yenena gwe nalimpulide yo kaberani obani Dwayne Sheriff has given away hundreds of millions of his product kumpi wanona kazulo no mkwano gwango baita Dwayne Sheriff ntinaye akole chintu chechimuche enkola ntinaye agabye ebintu byebinji amasomo gemanji gali mbukadde nabukadde and I found out later that he had done that and I heard of a few others kakati ngojeko duwan shelfu mpulideyo naba alabanji abaziba kole chintu chechimwecho but at the time that I made a decision just to give my materials away nemu kasera we nakolire okusala woko okubanga ngaba ebintu byangebyo I didn't know anybody else had ever done nzengo omuntu nisi uliranga yo muntu yenayena yali achikoze kecho it didn't make sense but I felt like that's what God led me to do 
Era munda yange chaite chuko la makuru ne munda yanga atera te chuko mao nali mpulianga chichiche nyinyini katuna chayagala ankole You know that wasn't my way of thinking and yet looking back at it Eyo si aliendo uza yange yokola mwe bintu ne kati bwenchu kanentunule mabega jemvudde I could name you dozens and dozens of people that personally I now have a relationship with ne kati nsubuloku okusomera that they wouldn't have gotten my materials if they hadn't have been free. But the fact that they were free, they went ahead and got it, and then they got hooked once they began to start learning the things that God has given me to share. And so looking back, I can see the wisdom. But I didn't see any wisdom in it in the beginning. And there's just so many other things. I could name thing after thing after thing. God's will is not going to be the way you think. He's going to lead you counterintuitively. And so you need to not only know God's will, but you need to humble yourself and learn how to follow Him. And Moses made that mistake thinking God was going to use his position and authority. And here's what I really want to get across today. Moses not only missed God's plan of how he was going to accomplish the deliverance of the Jews. But he also missed the timing. And here's the reason I say that. In Genesis chapter 15, Abraham was having a relationship with God and God God cut a covenant and had Abraham separate these animals. And it says that there was a uh, lamp and a smoking furnace that went between these pieces. That was symbolic of God. God cut a covenant with Abraham and promised him that he would give him that land. And here's the verses I was wanting to get to in verse 13. It says, and he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs. Shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age, but in the fourth generation. They shall come hither again. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full in here. Here's the verse I was trying to find in verse 17. It says, It came to pass that when the sun went down, and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp passed between the pieces. 
Echizikiza nga chikute labe chikomin echinyoka no mumuli ogwaka nebita wakati awali ebitundu ebyo. But the reason I was reading this passage is to say that he promised Abraham that it would be 400 years Na ye ensonga lwachi mbadde nsome nyiririezo mbadde ngeza kokulaga ntikatonda yagamba Ibrahimu tibagenda kumale miaka bina and his descendants would come out of this land that they would be a stranger in Era bantu be bajje ko basubulu kuva munseyo jibali babadde abaddu If you turn over to Exodus chapter 12 kakati bwochuka nogenda mu kuva isura ya 12 This is after the 10 plagues came after Pharaoh had released the people and they left the land of Egypt it says in Exodus chapter 12 and verse 40 it says now the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt was 430 years and it came to pass at the end of the 430 years even the self same day so this 430 years was related to a specific day not just one year but a specific day. What day is it talking about? Back in Genesis chapter 15 when he said your descendants will be a, uh, uh, you know, sojourners in a strange land. For 400 years from that exact day that was recorded in Genesis 15 it took 430 years before the children of Israel came out of the land of Egypt so there's a 30-year discrepancy. 30 years more than what God prophesied. And at first I thought, well, maybe that's because they were only strangers in the uh, nation of uh, Egypt for 400 years, but it was 430 years from that covenant with Moses. And I hadn't got time to go back and verify this. If you wanted to get my commentary, I've got a living commentary that'll give you all of the stats and show you all of these things exactly but they were only in the land of Egypt somewhere around 120 to 130 years. They weren't in the Egypt the whole 400 years. When it says that they would be a stranger in a land, that was talking about the whole time that they dwelt in the promised land. But they didn't own it. It wasn't there. They hadn't conquered it. It's that time plus the time that they spent in Egypt. And it was a total of 430 years. Not just 400 years. So there's a 30 year discrepancy. What, what's the difference? Again, if you turn back over to Acts chapter 7, I was reading those verses in verse 25 where it says that Moses supposed that his brethren would have understood 
how that God would deliver them by his hand but they understood not. Nakula zenti Musa yaluo zanti baganda be banate geranga katonda agenda kuba obudokozi mu mikono je ne ine batategera. Then it says in verse 26 and in the next day he showed himself unto them as they strove and would have set them at one again saying sirs you are brethren why do ye wrong one to another? Olinyedwa biri mu mukaga lugamenti nate Naurunaku Urokubidi Nabasanga Ngabaruana Nagesaku Kubatabaganya Ngabagambanti Abasajja Mumuri Baruganda Chichi Echibakozobu Mwekanamweka. But he that did his neighbor wrong thrust him aside, saying, Who made thee a ruler and a judge over us? Urabi Mumusamfu Naye Uri Eliakola Munobubi Namusindi Keri Namugambanti Ania Kufula Gwe Omukuru no Mulamuzi wafe. Wilt thou kill me as thou killest the Egyptian yesterday? Then fled Moses at this saying and was a stranger in the land of Midian where he begat two sons. And in verse 30 it says, And when forty years were expired. Forty years after what? Forty years after he killed this Egyptian and tried to bring God's will to pass. Through his own ability and power. It says when forty years were expired, then appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai an angel of the Lord in a flame of fire in a bush. So if you subtract this 40 years that it says right here, Moses spent in the wilderness from the 430 years of Exodus chapter 12 and verse 40. Well, then that means that when Moses killed this Egyptian and tried to bring the children of Israel out of their slavery, he was 10 years premature in trying to accomplish God's will. Now that's significant. You can delay God's will by disobedience. And I believe that that's an example right here. But you can't speed up God's will. Through you just trying to make things happen. There is a timing for things. And if you try and rush the timing, it's going to wind up to not only hurt you but to hurt other people. You know, I had a man, a young guy that was in our school back 20-something years ago. And I was teaching on this very thing and teaching that there is a timing to God's will. And that it takes time to grow and mature and to get usable. You know, back when I first got really turned on to the Lord, I used to pray and say, Oh God, use me. Oh God, use me. And one time the Lord stopped me and he says, the reason I don't use you is because you aren't usable. And I 
He says, quit praying, God, use me, and pray, God, make me usable. Inamu kama yangama, titekira wukunsabanze nkukosese, njagalo tandiko wukunsaba, nze nkuyambu uberengo subulukubiru umwete gifu, wukukosese wa. And he says, I want to use you more than you want to be used. The moment you get usable, I will use you. Amen. That was encouraging and a little discouraging all at the same time. To realize how unusable I was. But see, I was trying to force and make things happen. And God says that there is a time. You've got to mature. If the Lord would have put on me the responsibility, just the financial responsibility. And the responsibility of having 700 plus employees. And if he would have put that on me 20 years ago, 10 years ago, Singecho katundalia chikoze emiaka makumi abiri emabega. Emiaka wakumi emabega. I couldn't handle it. Ngukaka sanzengo mutunalisi sobola. Soboli dakodala kutu ukiriza chintuecho. You have to grow. Olino kukula. And accept the good, then the acceptable, and then the perfect will of God. Obedengo sobolo kubango otuka. Kwa gala kwa katundo kukiriziwa. Okutu ukiride. Ero kusimi wa. You, you get it by first the blade, then the ear, and then the full corn in the ear. Mark chapter 4. There is a growth process. And there's timing to God's will. And if you try and rush it, you're going to mess the whole thing up the way that Moses did. Moses knew what God's will was. But he tried to force it. And I was making these points. In our Bible college class, and we had a young man in there who is just dynamic. He was actually the promotion speaker from first year to second year. And he got up and ministered, and I tell you, he got a standing ovation. He was just a dynamic young guy. And I was making this point that not only do you need to know what God's will is, but you've got to be patient. And I use the example that if Moses would have just waited 10 years in the palace, he could have he could have grown and matured and he could have spent that time in the lap of luxury instead of doing his self-will thing. Going into the wilderness for 40 years and being there with the scorpions and with the snakes. It wasn't God that determined that. Moses put himself under these hardships. 
Musa yenyini nyini yeyete kamumbere yu. And I began to make the comparison that Paul said it was 13 years after his conversion before he began to start ministering. Inanageza kukunyo nyono muizono, ngamula ganti ne paulu yenyini nyini, chamu tuwalida wachidi, emiaka kuminesatu, ye okubanga tani kukubuli denjiri. With David, it was a minimum of 13 years. Inaneri Dawudi, chitone nyo, chamu tuwalida emiaka kuminesatu, yoku tani kukutukirizo kwa gala kwa katonda. We aren't exactly sure, but at least 13 years. Tuinabu kakafu, kumiaka imitufu na ye, chila bikajali emiaka anga kuminesatu. And I just began to go through scripture and show that every person that God used in some miraculous way. And that it took years to grow and mature to a place to where you could handle what God wanted to do. Nibatuka kuchigira, ubaku miyake mitufu katunda jiela bilako, ndikakati omuntonu, muete gifu, ukubanga tuwalo bufunanyi no. And as I was making these points, this young man in our school, this dynamic young guy, he was an evangelist. He stood up and he says, God has told me that I'm leading a million people to the Lord. And that's a great deal. I'm sure the devil didn't inspire him to lead a million people to the Lord. I'm not saying he missed what God's will was. But when I was saying that it was going to take time and it could take 10 years, or 15 years or something for you to see the fulfillment of what God's put in your heart. He got mad and he started rebuking me in front of the whole class. And he gave a statistic. I forget right now what it was, but he gave how many people die in the world. Every single day and go into a Christless eternity. Hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people that die worldwide without knowing the Lord. And he says, I can't wait 10 years. He said, if you just multiply that out times 365 days, and then times 10 years or whatever. This many millions of people would go to hell. And he says, I've got to go out and do it right now. And I tried to reason with him and show him that Moses' self-will cost him 40 years in the wilderness and the children of Israel 30 years extra bondage that they didn't have to have. It and God's will, but it was because of Moses getting ahead of God and trying to accomplish it in his own strength. And this guy got so mad that he actually quit the school. And left. And like I said, this has been 20-something years ago. And I can guarantee you, if he had led a million people to the Lord, I would have heard about it. 
Irangu kakasa, omvubu kono singe alia aleta aleta alesa abantu akakadekalamba ilimu kamafe. Kukakasa naliba denchi ulirako. He may still be serving the Lord, I don't know, but he got mad and quit because he just couldn't wait. He had to do it right now. Chiso wuko kubango mvubu kono achari yeyo, jesimu ulirida. This is basically what Moses was thinking. Let's just say that Moses, and just for the ease of mathematics, let me just say that Moses said that there's 10,000 people a year dying. While they're slaves in Egypt. And if I wait 10 years until the prophecy, of Genesis chapter 15, is fulfilled. The 400 years is fulfilled. Then that would be 10 times 10, which would be 100,000 people that would die. Probably it was much, much more than that, but just for the sake of mathematics. Let's just say that 10,000 people dying a year over 10 years. That's 100,000 people. They will die with their prayers for deliverance from Egypt. Being unanswered, God, I can't wait. I've got to get in and do something right now. Kakati Musa, kati ingaya gama mukama sisobo la kulinda miaka kumi, okubanga abantu bano mbadja munsenu. See, that's the way a lot of people think. Omanyaba ntapa singa yu watu yu baluuza, baluuza nga musebiruza yu wabikomia. But, what happened when he blew the whole thing? Neyati chiche chari wo, Musa, and wound up going into the wilderness for 40 years which meant that the deliverance to the Jews was actually 30 years delayed 30 years after the prophecy of Genesis 15 if you use those same figures, and there was 10,000 dying each year in. 30 extra years, then that means there was 300,000 people that died. Without their prayers being answered because of Moses' self-will. See, we can count statistics and you can say there's so many people dying per day and we've got to reach them and stuff. And What's going to happen if I don't reach them? But you, we can't count the statistics of how many people have been turned off by people who knew what God's will for their life was, but they didn't wait and let God mature them. And bring them to the place where God was fulfilling that will through them. They went out and tried to do it on their own. We can't count those statistics. 
You know, I think right now of Mahatma Gandhi. When you get Mahatma Gandhi. And he was exiled from India. Because of his political views. And he was put into exile in Africa. And while he was in Africa, he he read the Bible and he was convinced that Jesus was the Christ. And he actually went to a Presbyterian church in Uganda. And it was run by white missionaries. And because he was a black man, these white missionaries refused to give him access to their church. And they wouldn't let him in. And Mahatma Gandhi said, I would have been a Christian if I hadn't have meant one. And they turned him against Jesus as their Messiah. He still admired Jesus, you know, uh, what he called passive resistance. And stuff like this. And so he still quoted Jesus a few times. But as far as we know, he did not convert and become a Christian. And that was his plan. And it was because some people were trying to do God's will, but they weren't doing it God's way. They were keeping their own prejudices and things like this in fact, and because of it, they turned a man who wound up leading 750 million people in India to independence from Great Britain. And if he had have been born again, he could have led them to the Lord too. How many people did were turned off? We know that Mahatma Gandhi was turned off. How many people would he have led to the Lord? If the people who were trying to do God's will by being missionaries in Africa had actually grown to a place where they could have represented the Lord correctly. And these are some amazing things that I'm saying. And see, we've got people all the time that they just have a passion. I've got to go out and lead somebody to the Lord. And they go out, but they don't have the right message. I actually took a group of people one time. Uh, to a missions trip in England. And Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. And when we were in Wales, in Betsy Coyd, uh, we were out witnessing Don Francisco was singing and drawing people with, with his music. 
Tuali wawunga tubu ulirenjiri. Nga walunu umuami eliageza koku imba angaba ntupasa embira bajiba lokoke. And then some of our people were out among the people asking them about their relationship with the Lord. Kakati, abantubano ebajanga maso kusabirwa, okukiriza kristo. Abaizi bafebali mbichibi ina, ngabo ugira kuna abantu abenja uru. And I just happened to hear this one young guy who was standing behind me witnessing to a woman and he said, repeat this prayer after me. And he had her repeat and he said, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead. And the woman says, I can't say that. He said, why not? He said, because I don't believe Jesus was raised from the dead. And this young guy said, doesn't matter whether you believe it, just say it. And I had to interrupt and say, hey, it does matter. Whether she believes. See this guy, he knew that God wanted him to lead people to the Lord. He was zealous. He was out there talking to people. He was trying to accomplish God's will. But he didn't know enough of the word. He wasn't prepared. He was trying to lead somebody to the Lord with his own reasoning. Telling them it doesn't matter if you believe whether Jesus rose from the dead or not. That's totally wrong. And there are people watching this program that you're trying to accomplish God's will and you're frustrated, but it might be that your timing is all wrong. It might be that you haven't matured to the place to where you can see that come to pass. And you just need to put you know, the end result in God's hand. And push, push it to the side and just focus on God. And become a living sacrifice. Get into the word of God and renew your mind. And focus on those two things. If you will take care of being a living sacrifice. And renewing your mind by the word of God. God, then how to find God's good and acceptable and perfect will of God will take care of itself. And But I tell you, it's important not only to find out what God's will is, but then to learn to follow it and you have to learn to do it in God's strength. Not your own strength. And you need to recognize there is a timing to it. You know, I've started in ministry in 1968. When God touched my life, and I've been ministering ever since. Since then, I've pastored three churches. I've been on radio, started in 1976 on radio. 
Eramba denobuweleza bwa radio okuva mwaka gwa 1990 mukaga. But when I started on TV, I started TV January the 3rd, 2000. And in the summer of 1999, I think it was July the 26th of 1999. God woke me up in the middle of the night. I'm running out of time. But a long story short, he told me, you're just starting your ministry. Ministry on January the 3rd. 2000 when I start on television. At that time, I had been in ministry for 32 years. But that 32 years was just preparation. It was all to get me ready. And I really was just starting. He said, if you would have died before you started on television, January the 3rd, 2000, you would have missed my perfect will for your life. And sure enough, everything's borne it out. When I started on TV, the ministry just began to explode exponentially. And now we reach over 3.2 billion people. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Program. We believe that you have been blessed. Please call us on 0200-330-000 to pray with you or to make an inquiry or share your testimony with us. We speak healing into your body and prosperity into your life. You are blessed. Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. Every last Thursday of the month, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today.